I had an affliction tea with fucking diamonds all over. <laughs> fucking tight no. jeans, like fucking tight, like my dick will hurt. I'm fucking Converse. I thought I was fucking a rock star. So shout out to fucking Affliction for making a fucking dick tucked in your butt. Hello, this is Chita Burra. This is Jason Perillo. This is Luke Rockhold. You're listening to The Madhouse. Yo, yo, yo. Three my checker. <laughs> Marlon Chito in the motherfucking mic. Oh. You know what happened? I did a radio, a radio show a couple days ago when I went to see Mox. And I thought it was a podcast. So I was, you know, expecting to sit down and just start a conversation. And when they closed the door and they leave me by myself, I was like... I looked to the producer and was like, Ernie, what are we doing here? So no, it's a radio show. You gotta just talk on top of the songs and you know if the guy if if, if this rap song is somebody you know or you like, you just talk about it. And I was like I got really weird. I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I did my debut as a radio show. I'm a fucking killer, dude. <laughs> dude it's not my realm, yeah. I can't say. Well, if they give me a paper with like the name of the songs, yeah. And they start playing the songs and I was and the guy told me like, say whatever you want. Mm. I'm, it's hard to, yeah. to, but I was like you know what I figured it out really quick and did a great job so I think uh, I got a future in this yeah yeah songsmith you know those people like the songsmiths you know you play a song and they have to name the song the fucking yeah. people it's crazy I bet Charlie's one of those guys I'm pretty bad with that no Charles for, some, for a guy that's had a career long career in music yeah I'm, like uh, I I'm know the songs but it most songs I won't tell you the name like I know them I probably yeah. have them on my list but yeah it's, not, be, it's crazy to. it's not my life yeah but it was fun and then when I had the headphones on you know how in radio sounds like the echo in the in the thing it was like wong yeah. wong this is more long 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 chi 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 I was like oh shit I'm a fucking radio host baby I was expecting somebody to ask me questions. That's the easy part. Yeah, we like that. How about some questions, Charlie? Can you ask some questions or what? What do you think, Charles? Well, why don't we uh, address the elephant in the room here, Luke? A little announcement from you this week. Oh, oh we have announcements? Oh, we have announcements. We have the, the Michael Perry. Michael Perry, the little... Oh, that's true. The little kid. You don't do things by half, do you, pal? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything half-assed. No, it's... um. Bare knuckle approached me. They get they reached out and they fucking threw me great a nice offer. a great offer, a nice number, and a nice opponent. That is fucking fun, you know. And like I want I want things that are gonna be fun for me and fun for the fans and and fucking. It's a great transition. <laughs> it's, it's fucking it's a, a pain to hit it. It's different. I'm telling you, the headspace of trying to learn how to fucking fight bare knuckle is it's it's a lot different. Cause what's, you, what's the difference there? You're just, you're trying to find the spot. You know, you're more of like a sniper. It's not about numbers. It's not about adding up because it's like you can do so much damage with one, one shot. shot. Oh, wow. But at the same time, you don't want to like hit the top of the head. So it's like as, as, you're, as you're sparring, like these guys, especially a smaller guy that's going to come in, put his head down and run after me. Like I've, I've had a couple guys that I'm working with. It's like it's tendencies to hit him in the fucking forehead. And that's what you, you can't do because you start doing that. I was talking to Alan Belcher, which is the champion. He's just like... 
you got to aim for the neck and the chin and and you'll be fine otherwise like if you start hitting the head then you can really run into problems and so well, when you yeah. when you're realizing that you're like in there and sparring it's like your thought process is so different you're just trying to like pick off your shots and it's very intense and it's tight quarters it's, it's much smaller than a boxing ring so i fuck with that it's a i think it's a it's, it's a great transition from all these years grappling wrestling MMA is a fucking... I'm fucking it's a tired lot. of it. MMA is everything. It, it, I don't give a fuck how good you get at striking. Somebody got to get you down once and get you tired and you're fucked. Doesn't matter how good you get at wrestling. Somebody stop the ticket and will kick your ass. It's just a lot going on, right? Yeah. So now, doing being a strike force champion, being UFC champion, and you know what? Let me just go one, two, three, move around. That sounds like fucking great. And for great money, fuck. That's right. a great motivation to just go in there and be like, you know, you take a good win on bare knuckle and you can go fucking can far. It's almost lot. like it's almost like you go back to your prime and do crazy fun shit. Which, fuck yeah, I think I'm gonna go bull riding after the UFC. <laughs> PBR, does it? I'll I'll wrestle the bull. They're big okay. guys like me, my size, don't do well on top of bulls. I, too I, big. You I, need to his I can say, hey, mark my words. I can set this up with PBR, my boy Matt West, the announcer. <laughs> They'll do a celebrity event next time if the UFC allow it. You to ride a bull. They they allow people to ride bulls you know like celebrities. So I'll do a steer wrestling. And Chito will ride a bull. Last time. Well, you gotta win the title first. Well, yeah, once you, once you, get the, first. you get the title. That's, first first. First. First That's what first. I say after my UFC career. We'll do a little little madhouse on, special. On one of the uh, on one of the looking for a fight with Dana White, they fucking ride a real fucking bull. Yeah. Dana got his knee blew up. I think Matt Serra was really fucked up too. And I remember back then I was you know I was way younger. It was in my, in my early days, and I was like, how are you called Dana and ask him? take me one of those trips just to because it was a fucking huge bull and he had bulls he's into that he got like crazy huge bulls that they compete I don't know what they do he, but bought, he bought one big bull that's like that's just juiced it's the girls on every steroid it's a, it's a killer that thing looks like Brock Lesnar I, <laughs> <laughs> he probably <laughs> borrowed the same shit <laughs> probably he, he asked Brock hey what I can use with my bull I will fucking. I, I yeah, know. There's no I, USADA in fucking PBR. I know it's all wrong about it, but since I'm a little kid, I want to do it. It's one of the things I will check out of, of the list one day. Yeah. Never. I don't know. I've always thought about it, but the more I know about it now, getting on top of it, I got still actually. I still want to do it one day. Look, I've seen a video of you uh, riding. What, what were you riding? I wrestled the, the bull. You can, you can drop the that ball. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> out in Montana. When in Montana, you never know. Enough brown. Brown water and uh, yeah. shit happens, but uh, yeah, they robbed me too. I took like, I took second place by one second after a, a ten second penalty, two years in a row. Two oh, years this, in a row. This is actually a I lost two years in a row. I lost by one second <laughs> with both two second penalties for like wrapping the horn or some shit. I don't know what. Like I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like, really and, and they, they the did not want a Californian to win the Montana. <laughs> yeah, <Rally. laughs> well, yeah, of course they don't want. I was like, you motherfuckers. But anyway, I'm going to come back and we get that thing. Amazing. So, I mean, where are we now? Eight weeks away, something like that? Um, I'm eight weeks out now, yeah. Still trying to figure out this game. So how long Cheeto, we got four weeks. We We're got, back, back to back once oh, again. Once again, I like that. And it's, it's good I energy, like the back-to-back. Back. It's energy because everybody's in the same page. 
everybody want to do good for yourself so you're trying to push everybody around you to be just as as good and better than you which is great coaches you know leading the fucking thing sending the good energy working every day back to back i like to back to back it's great back to back um Fuck, I like it. I need it. It's, <laughs> Honestly, it's after all these years of training camps, you got to like you gotta feed off someone else's energy that's in a similar place. It helps a lot. 22 days until I fucking go to fucking war, and then yeah. you got maybe, what, 30 days? Oh, no, a little more. I'm, I'm April excited. What? It's fucking... I like that. Yeah. I like, I like seeing you and get that, that energy that fucking just fuels you. I didn't know. And you know what you got to do. And I was ready catapult. to go... February 18th, I wasn't really needing time. Uh, I wasn't really trying to get extra time because I was full and ready to go. That's because I'm, you know, I stay disciplined, I stay consistent. The UFC was needing to, to put in San Antonio and say, you know what, just give me a Spurs tee and we're good. Give me, a, <laughs> give me, give me, give me a, a jersey, you know. The Spurs is too defensive for you. you yeah. Get, you're more of an offensive guy. Well, I, 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 I can get Rodman tee. Or uh, what's it? <laughs> That's defense again. <laughs> yeah, but he's a very aggressive fuck. Oh, On yeah, his prime, he was aggressive. a mean fuck. Defensively. Yeah, defensive. Yeah. I'm a little aggressive. A little sometimes. Sometimes you the guy from Argentina, Minu, Manu, he's great too. And by the way, the oh, Mon- Manu Ginobili, he's yeah, fucking awesome. Manu is a scorer too. I ordered his tea. He's, I have his tea already. That's the man. That's the one to get for sure. Every time I need a new basketball tea, I call action. He's a he's a basketball yeah. he's my basketball teacher. He told me who to fuck with, who don't to fuck with. I was like, hey, I'm I'm fighting San Antonio the Spurs. He went, Manu, don't ask more. Send me a link. Hundred percent. I, I action, bought the team. Actually nailed it. What's uh, in Ecuador? What 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 American sports do you guys get out there? Really nothing, dude. Really yeah. nothing. It's it's sad because now that I'm in the U.S., I really fuck with basketball. I never play basketball. Like I did play, but without knowing the rules. So it was you were just trying to put the ball in the hole. That's it. We yeah. didn't know the rules or anything. But I never grew up like with people watching NBA or NFL or or baseball. And when I moved here, I kind of like hate everything because I never really watch it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like knowing more people and getting into more shit, I'm like, you know what? Go to the fucking Lakers game here and there. It will be really fun. And I don't know why, but my kid Nacho, he was he he did something at school, and he put like, "Why you wanna? What's your dreams?" And he said like, "One of my dreams is to be a UFC fighter, like my daddy." And my uh, other dream, which I didn't like, about that? I didn't like that <laughs> one. So let's not. Bro, like, get, let's get him in a golf. Like, I, oh, damn. Let's not really go into it because I don't <laughs> like that. When I read that, I was like, "Oh, kiddo, this is not cool." But whatever. Damn. But his second wish was, he was very specific, front road, Lakers game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it done for him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. Pulls on the strings because he is really into, into, into basketball. And some games are really cool. Yeah. I've been watching a couple of documentaries in, on, 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 like on, there's one in Amazon Prime. I think it's a uh, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is. Was he a was old a bad G. motherfucker. He was slick. He's just such a little baller. And now that I'm getting into it, I'm just. I just type basketball on any of these Netflix, and I'm like getting into this. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I fuck with this shit. That guy, Isaiah Thomas, and then they show like the Detroit. That's when scene. I used to watch basketball. That's when I was like, my, my dad played professional ball, and so I was I was stuck on it. Your dad played for the Warriors, right? He played two summer leagues. He had two cup of coffees with the Warriors. You know, <laughs> two cups of coffee. for me. My dad just didn't work hard dad. enough. He was, like, he was like a shoe, and then he just didn't. They kept they kept cutting him, kept bringing him back, and he just never worked hard enough. That's how I learned how to fucking elevate, get the fuck out of Santa Cruz, and and distance myself from 
you know. They chill too much Static, out there? Too much chill. People can't chill yeah. too much. You can't, you gotta, can't get to the top. I like what I what I I've been doing it enough. I think I think it's hard to really like realize your potential when you just live in your hometown. If you don't get out of your hometown, you don't experience discomfort. I I couldn't imagine myself living in Ecuador. I couldn't get shit done. It would be too much, too much attention, too much, and that's not good for you. You need yeah. to be away from that. You need to be away from the cloud. Yeah, it's almost like you need to be in places that no one gives a fuck about you, and you just gotta be hungry and consistent and just. Hey, bar tonight. Fuck the bar. Hey. I don't know. I don't know if we get down that far here in Costa Mesa. The the mayor of Costa Mesa. We go we go on a run yesterday. <laughs> we fucking hit a run too. Like six miles or we're like in between under and over just over uh eight thirty miles. Yeah, eight thirty. It, it was great. Good, good pace, pace, good the sounds, the lights were great. The mushrooms hit was Everything was good about the run. Yeah, all the all the dudes on the on the path were just like, oh, cheetah, cheetah. <laughs> yeah. It's like eventually I'm gonna set myself up for mayor of Newport Beach. So get ready, guys. <laughs> and Ecuador is gonna rule this fucking town. Did you say set yourself up or suck yourself up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hear that one quite right. Well, I, you know, one day, you know. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah. Or Newport, you know. I can I can do. You know, you move up. I can good good for the people. We should probably explain to those that are just listening on audio that we are. If you hear the odd Harley Davidson going past at 4 p.m. on a Friday, it's because uh, we're sitting on a rooftop in beautiful Newport Beach, California, somewhere where I've not spent much time. But you guys obviously work out here all the time, train here all the time. We did some mad shit today in the uh, hyperbaric chambers at Wham. Little recovery, yeah, little recovery. Hey, That's wham. good for you. I have no idea what we just especially, especially after sparring. You know what I mean? If you, it's it's good for brain health. It's good for your body. It's good for everything, really. That's and going it's on. Super this. underrated. Yeah. Because you know, it's not like he's underrated. I just feel like people don't want to put the time into other things because it's so easy. It's not easy to work hard. It's, it's but discomfort. It's, it's a crazy, easy to a different work level hard. of discomfort. You go home and you chill until your next practice when you can figure it out. Every little inch you can do to win a fight. Yeah. Recovery, the ice bath, the sauna, the hyperbaric, and just just figure it out how to stay healthy. Figure it out how to be just a little better than your opponent. Because that's yeah. all you need. We'll, we'll definitely fight. post a video of Ollie explaining what went on, but I still don't quite understand no, it's, it. It's, so what, I mean, healing is... Heal, there's so many different modalities now to healing. It's like, and it, we're all dying from the fucking moment we're born. And so it's like figuring out different ways to create movement in the body. Your nerves are failing. Your body's failing. So it's like stimulating. Happy There's so Friday. many different ways. Happy <laughs> There's so many different ways to like to live longer, you know, with and stimulate red blood cell growth through the the CVAC, which is the craziest thing of going up and down, which is like basically the hyperbaric chamber on crack, is what that does, and it puts a, a level of pressure and it clears like it flushes yourself, it, it flushes your brain fluid, like and it, it creates a. Take, you can take mushrooms too within it, and it like it's been proven to increased neuroplasticity yeah <clears throat> there's a lot of a lot of new benefits i mean obviously the cold shock proteins and then you have the heat from the heat shock proteins from the saunas and so many different things these days that people just need to keep to get into something there's there's so many out there that you can do to stay more healthy do better and like what you see lately is a lot of inflammation a lot of people like just don't don't understanding why i'm sick yeah. why i'm feeling sluggish and they and, take a pill and, and another the, pill and another pill to fucking cure it, which is not the answer. When you can literally just with food cure yourself from feeling like shit. Or without food, which is another big thing. Fasting, fasting, fasting is one facts. of the craziest things. Like 
you know, killing all this, all this, this, it's like a pipe. It's like a drain, basically. We're like, where drain gets clogged up, shit gets over time. And so if you don't, if you don't flush that drain, if you don't clear that, that filter, then it's just going to, it's going to clog up and it's going to cause all those cancer, those polyps and those zombie cells and all that shit that goes in. So when you rob your body of food for a certain period of time, your body starts freaking out and starts pulling all those little like corners and those things, deposits that stick and it starts using that for energy and cleaning like your, your kidneys and your liver, which is like the filters of your body. So it sucks all this shit out. And, uh, and it basically it's like cleaning your, your filters. It's a nice thing. Yeah, like to me, like headspace is crazy. It, it's really crazy when, when you talk to a normal person out there. Like when I say normal, like not an athlete or they make a living of anything like this. And they kind of like tell you like, you haven't eaten for, for three days? What the fuck? It's like, yes, you won't do that overnight. I started with half a day then to a day and then you say fuck it i'm gonna just tough it up and go to two days and once you pass two days you can really go for a week if you don't have to train too much right that's more if you're injured if you're out of training for a little bit but once you surpass a certain time yeah, it's easier it's getting easier but people out there just never ha- they, they never had to do nothing and they they, 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 they only believe on the, the normal oh you know cereal in the morning some fried shit for lunch at the at night, let's go out and eat some and drink, and they think that's normal. That's not normal. That's that's really fucked up. Even if you see that the health companies have put the list of the best for you, they put up on top fucking cereal and almond milk. I'm like, people, whoever those are all, those are all paid studies. <laughs> from, of course, from the, <laughs> in the fifties, the, you the, have the, the you have these companies industry, paying yeah. off these major, yeah. but like even even universities to put out these studies in their behalf. And it's favors. 2023, and there's a study out there that says like a steak is bad for you. You should eat it's fucking, fucking fruit loops. Well, yeah, the thing, <laughs> it's yeah, like, well, like processed meat. <laughs> 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 literally said fruit Bro, loops bad. Ground beef was the amino acids from animal fat. Yeah, amino acids from animal fats are the key building blocks of life. You know, obviously everything's in moderation, but you cannot. Your body will deplete itself. I mean, everyone's body chemistry is different, but you need amino acids from fucking animal fat. I I really leucine is a crucial. I really really bothers me when like like I'm I'm, I'm talking about family members and we're talking about and they think they look at me like oh the way you eat is crazy. I'm like no like you guys have to understand everything that comes from the ground, everything that doesn't have a nutritional package is gonna be better for you than whatever the fuck you're eating, frying oil putting whatever the f- it's gonna taste good but it's gonna only only the moment that is in your mouth is good the moment you swallow that shit you feel fucking like shit and they used used to feel like that yeah. so i think that's the new normal that's not the new normal well it's about how you cook it too you know it's about like the oils that people we generally use is like olive oil turns rancid and creates carcinogens it's at high heat toxic, you know you want right? yeah, to yeah. cook with ghee you want to cook with tropical oils like coconut oil and and, and then you know, butter is great for you too. It's like Raw you don't butter. want to cook with it. You don't want to cook with it, but like you want to cook with a clarified butter, which is ghee, which takes out. I think, think butter is a massive one. Like when I was growing people, up, people, people were eating just, like margarine. Like you just eat margarine like is bleach. It's yeah. like bleach the butter. Basically, if plastic. Read, everyone was like, oh, "Don't eat butter. Full of fat." It's like yeah, but well, that fat thing doesn't is, necessarily yeah, make they, you they, fat. They fucking margarine is gray. It's like gray, and then they bleach it. Beautiful. It's fucking. It's crazy. The process of margarine is. My mom would. My mom would literally say to me, "Don't eat." What about butter. the other one that butter. says re, uh, tastes like butter and it's fake butter? Fake butter. And, and it people, says zero like, calories, zero everything. Yeah, yeah. I all mean, the, they, all these new, st- everyone's popping a new study up to get money off of a different fucking brand. Yeah, it's it, it, it's fucked up how whoever the fuck is up there on top is just controlling everybody to fucking be sick. Puppet master. 
Well, I mean, the way today I feel, look, I feel, quick. <laughs> look, the way I feel, I tell people, I feel fucking great. It's not because I'm fucking great. It's because the way I eat, go to time on, go, go to bed on the same time every day, try to stay away from. I mean, it's not hard to live good, but it's 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 sad that people is really the culture of being healthy is really fucked up. It's really fucked up. It's the natural stresses. The hormesis theory is people like are just technology and everything has softened everything we do and and made that everything so easy. We don't have that the cortisol builds up. You don't have that stress response. You know that that gives balance and releases the cortisol and all those things. And so it's like yeah, health. Yeah, mental health is such a problem these days because people aren't experiencing that that wall that like the experience of 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 something hard in front of them a, a hurdle a fucking mountain to climb something you need that in life and without that when you just generally follow your day-to-day life and, and everything is nothing's challenging you you fucking lose yeah, your shit you lose your mind and people need challenges I think the reason that like the people got mental issues these days and all that shit is because no one have a challenge out there no one every is the same zombieland wake up or half time in the morning for breakfast I mean that, yeah. That's the reason you're fucking stopping McDonald's and making a line of 15 minutes to eat fucking pound of Coca-Cola with a fucking plastic cheese. I mean, you got time for the two eggs with some spinach and, and a good sort dog bread or a Ezekiel piece of bread with a little bit of raw butter. It's just, it's just the ignorance out there that people use. And the challenge of trying to be good will probably make you fucking better and... There's so many people out there that can you can you can just go to the social media and see little tips that will make you better. There's a lot of good doctors out there. Doctor Rhonda Patrick is great. She always is speaking how to mix foods, which just the way she explains make it so easy for any civilian to understand. If I can fucking understand it, you can fucking understand. So <laughs> it's not too hard. You just gotta understand the Don't it's be too hard on yourself, Chico. You know, no, but <laughs> it's facts, dude. It's, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I used, to, I used to try to like. Facts. Facts. <laughs> and just, I like when people is healthy because being a little unhealthy get you a little, a little fucking inflammation will get you insecure you fucking feel weird and inflammation mind, is the death of all of us really if, you, if controlling inflammation is is one of the biggest things and circulation obviously clears inflammation perspiration clears fat it's like by the body's a cycle and, and obviously what comes in goes out kind of thing too so it's like right. it's all a process but inflammation controlling inflammation is is everything i wish i really wish there's more like like a more clean healthy honest studies out there that just let people know because some some moms are trying right to be better with the kids and feed them proper i'm not saying you gotta feed them like their ficum but just real food just mm. just everything is in a bag it is oh remember the did you, did you guys have that and like where the processed meats like fucking people like like mid middle america eating bologna no, <laughs> like, we, we had Billy Bear meat. I don't know if you ever. Billy that. Bear meat. It was meat oh, that was like yeah. no, the face we, of a bear. And they just like they just mix everything into it and yeah. just concoct the thing. And then like Horrendous. this is what we're like we're generally supposed to serve our kids. So you're yeah. poisoning your kids at such a young age. You know, you know? Yeah, something that bothers me. I mean, I have, I have a two and a half year old, and uh, stuff like a little like fruit gummy, right? It will huh? be like fat free. The whole thing is like fat free. Fat free. Full of sugar. Fat. Like absolutely. Fat is the key to life. Sugar. Yeah. It's like what? Fat what? is the key to brain health. We, we, st- we know. Energy. We know all that stuff about like fat being like 
the devil and sugar oh, being great for you is bullshit. Good, good fats we know and that, bad fats. but we're still not. Yeah. It's just taking such a long time for, for yeah. food companies to like actually turn around and, and be. No one great. wants to take that. Like no, no it's, it's all about money. Sell. Yeah. It's all about greed. They want to sell. They want to sell, be rich, and fucking be fat in a jet, and probably die with a fucked up. Whatever. Everyone, but yeah, it's like it's it a, makes me angry, makes me yeah, make me mad, dude. Because well, there's that, there's, there's that fucking eat, same thing with drugs too. People are always find, finding a way to fuck people up. It's like there's that fentanyl bust. They, they, they had a crazy like 12, fentanyl bust. Pounds of, yeah, crazy, just pure fentanyl. It's crazy. And yeah. people are people are like taking poison. And, and you know what's crazy? Adding that to adding like. Just to like, do you want to kill people just to make money? Enough is that to kill really is fifty million people? Is that is yeah. that really necessary? <laughs> like, yeah, this, you have no. I'm poor like that. But those gangsters are the same people. Those those ones, those low level gangsters <laughs> coming from that spectrum are the same ones at the top of the fucking the chain, and they're just doing it more calculated, more scientifically, and and more. They give you fentanyl when you're in the corrupt. fucking hospital. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and then if you're a cock addict, and I don't I don't got nothing against you for doing cocaine. I don't do it, but. If you just want to do cocaine and some asshole at fentanyl, you're not overdosing. They're putting something that is killing you aside from cocaine. Cocaine is not good for you by any means, <laughs> but they're adding other fucking white shit that will kill you, which is fucking crazy. It's health then, advice like that. But that then, I think the Madhouse Club is famous for. <laughs> <laughs> but then you go to the to the hospital because you broke your arm. Hey, that thing that kills you in the street oh, might kill crazy. you too. Give me some. Yeah, I mean, do you give that to kids when, when when my daughter when we get her surgery for my daughter for her face? The fucking pills that they send her after the surgery, I I, I dump everything on the on the that, toilet. See, that's a different world of like, what do you believe in that space? Because like, how much do you know? And you have to believe something. I give her some CBD. I we try to feed her the most Speaking healthy of like, possible. I mean, do you want to speak on your daughter's exact like what what is she? She she's born with something called Mobius syndrome, and basically, your there's two nerves. I think I believe in the right side that they never work. So her whole face is kind of like paralyzed. So she's mad, she's happy, she's smiling. It's the same face forever, right? Yeah. So there's this one surgery uh, that will create more movement in the mouth and everything, and will create a smile, right? She will be able to do that. Mm. And when we were what, in Ecuador, what, what kind of, yeah, go on. Sorry. When we were in Ecuador. Uh, Maria found this doctor in Beverly Hills that he's the best uh, doctor Panosian in this specific surgery to create the smile for kids. But you know, it's 85k for the surgery. Yeah. And back then he was like, you know what? Probably you will never have 85k, right? So at the beginning, my whole my whole thing was like fighting for a smile, blah blah blah, trying to win fights until I can make money, save some money, and pay for that before you even get a house. And, you know, little by little, fight by fight, we put the money together, we call Dr. Panoche and we're ready. And the day of the surgery, I was fucking freaking out because it's the way they open the head and the oh face, God. it's almost like the movie Face Off, which when wow. the surgery was done and we went to see her, her face was a fucking basketball. I was, I almost faint, I almost faint. Maria was Maria was crying, but I was fucking fainting. I was like, oh, I can see that. And I started getting pissed. I'm like, I'm going to kill the doctor. What yeah. did you do to my daughter? Yeah, yeah. Them calm me down. But we go back home. They give us fucking almost like three grams of heroin for after surgery. Wow. This Jeez. is not the doctor's fault, right? The doctor did a great job, so I'm not even talking about him. But the way medicine works, they sent me home with 
fucking heroin pills for my daughter and I was like you know what if I give her this this junk and later on life she by accident or by try or by whatever try again the brain will remember oh remember when you were a kid this is fucking epic I went throw everything throw it in the toilet just give her some CBD feed her as healthy possible in seven days her face was back to normal with not without one painkiller without fucking those disgusting everything all awful drugs and she was back to normal like nothing happened yeah. because I was thinking Amazing. myself like you know I was thinking, I'm thinking I'm very mental so I'm thinking if you give a fucking 40 year old drugs if they go and try it later in life you don't think they're gonna their brains gonna be like oh I love this it's been a while so if you never try it you probably will never crave for it yeah so I was like, fuck that. I'm not giving my child fucking... And what does she take? Nothing now? or Nothing. No, she... Nothing? That was usually like post surgery. Like now she's pretty much normal. She goes to school. Yeah. She no, doesn't have to take anything. No drugs or nothing? Nothing. That's great. Nothing. That's Healthy fun. kids. Thank God. That is nice. Thank God. That's, uh, that's crazy, G. I had no idea. Yeah, that was gnarly day. The day of the surgery, I was fucking freaking out. Because it's a, it's a deep surgery. <clears throat> like... Yeah, I like grand. to th- I like to think everything. There's chances some shit can go wrong. Anything go wrong in those And I was yeah. like, yeah. but shout out to Doctor Panosian, that motherfucker got my daughter smiling, so I will never forget that. <laughs> Doctor Panosian, shout oh, out, shout out, the smile maker. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We got some fucking fights, huh? We well, got fights tomorrow. this weekend. I Huge did, fights. Yeah, yeah, biggest biggest card of the year as of now. Fucking March third month. And fucking bumping John fucking Johns. I'm happy he's back. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, I went I was scrolling down on my IG and I found a video of me fucking in twenty fourteen on the Jackson's dorms upstairs and fucking John Johns brought like a fucking a huge bag of Nike clothes with his logo and everything. Back then that was fucking It was gold. They were you know, <laughs> until the days go, I mean I haven't made my UFC debut. John Jones brought you a pair of, of his Nike shoes, a pair of his Nike shirts. I thought I was fucking designer top to bottom. I didn't. <laughs> I, I use those shirts every day from until the the whole scam, and I have to you know let them go. But he's a good guy. I'm glad he's back. Yeah, Nike. I remember. I, I got dethroned when I back in the day. Remember yeah. dethroned? Yeah, fuck yeah. Pain, I had a pair of pain and pain and dethroned all these like companies. Yeah. What was Brock Lesnar? Uh, Dead Clutch. Death Fuck. Club. Oh, Those no, were I, never, I never went down that route. <laughs> I, my, my, my MMA debut, I fought on Brock Lesnar's shorts. I remember I, I thought I was the coolest motherfucker on planet Earth. I, I got fucking the throne shorts. The same exact shorts that he were using. The throne and then um, Affliction. Affliction. Fuck. Affliction. <laughs> I never fell into Affliction, thank God. My manager... Hollywood, everyone jumped on that plan. My manager one day took me to Affliction to get some free gear. You know, this is early days, so you, fucking, you think you're fucking the coolest guy on planet Earth. I had an affliction tee with fucking diamonds all over, <laughs> fucking tight nah. jeans, like fucking tight, like my dick will hurt. I'm fucking Converse. I thought I was fucking a rock star. So shout out to fucking affliction for making a with fucking dick tucked in your butt. Affliction. Dude, he was so tight. The jeans I picked, they were fucking, they wouldn't even fit my kids today, oh. I believe. The shirt was red <laughs> and black with fucking diamonds all over the place. I was like, and my mother was like, 
what, what you you want something else? I was like, I'm set with this fucking fit. <laughs> bro, I would have hated you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Bro, I was fucking 22 uh, years old. I was fucking. Oh, yeah. I was just fuck- come straight from Ecuador, just rocking affliction. You, you got to wear Ed Hardy in the next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never in my life, bro. Thank Mark- God that stuff's died off, right? <laughs> Ed Hardy. Dutch hat. But was Ed Hardy was oh, before? Was it Dutch, dude, when I was a kid? <laughs> the bandage hat will get you fucking a dance on a fucking high school party. Usually with a bandage <laughs> hat. high school party? Oh, yeah. Usually, I remember I had this red front with the green of the rest and white back. Dude, that hat, I was the hardest thing on town. People would recognize me for miles away. And diesel shoes. Diesel. Diesel shoes. And diesel. diesel huh? Oh, when I was a kid, diesel, it was... I, Dude, I thought it was Tom Cruise. I was... Uh, I was grew up in Santa Cruz. There was always surf culture. Well, like, of course. It was like Vans. This is before I started surfing, right? I went from Vans into uh, Adidas, and then I fell into the New Balance. Then I went back into Asics. Asics are my my vibe. I like New Balance, and I, and I got I go New New Balance and Asics. I'm a New Balance it's guy. Vibe. It's a vibe. I'm a New Balance guy. I have, I have, I have a couple pairs of New Balances, and I fucking love them. I love my New Balance. They're nice. Asics are fucking plush though. Fucking, Asics. I'm wearing right now my boy Actions. This is Action. Oh, they're actually right Action bunches. Oh yeah. Bands. Yeah, they're pretty good. They got some people watching. Look at these beautiful <laughs> things. Look at those colors. It's like a fucking rainbow <laughs> in your feet. I feel like clouds. I like it. They do yeah. look like if Action Bronson was a shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking full of energy. Action packet. Action packet. I fuck with it. <laughs> it's like it's like a. You yeah. can have enough New Balances. No. You just gotta keep fucking. You can't have enough shoes in general. Shoes is just stuff. Yeah, that's the. You, know, you can wear whatever you want as long as you wear a nice pair of shoes. You're like, I'm bro, shit. you can have. You can a slide. Black tea. You that little, that electric slide. Baggy jeans, the shoe, the wheels are everything. You can be just jeans and shirts. You cool. Yeah, shoes. Are... Shave your head, show the tattoos. And a little, and a little. I was gonna and say a little way your wrist. A little panda. <laughs> a little pandita. Maybe a little gold. Panda, panda, panda. Yeah, probably helps dress, dress like, like a bum, wear nice, nice too, watch, right? nice shoes. Dress like a bum. That's, that is go the to, that's, that's, a, that's a new that's a new thing. Dress like a bum, nice wheels, nice watch. Uh, I remember when I was drinking a lot. <laughs> you get you wear, wear your watch. You come to the bar, you're like, how that? You just throw it. <laughs> hey, like, hey, all the attention drives to you. Like, yeah, I'm a tipper, bitch. What's up? Come get it. <laughs> like a double shot. Extra strong, Boy, I bitch. I never been a drinker. Thank God. Even even like in your younger days. <laughs> oh, younger. Oh, younger me was a fucking piece of shit. That was a fucking hurricane. <laughs> I would get drunk at least three, four times a week. No kidding. You, you didn't have like a ch- like you, you you were a father at such a young age. It's yeah, like, but when I'm talking about getting shit faced from the age of twelve and a half, thirteen, till right. Before me and Maria got serious, I was getting shit faced. You know, I would come on Fridays pretty much drunk to to high school. I was just going crazy. My my group of friends were fucking. It was a hurricane, fucking scrapping every single weekend just for the fuck of it. Hey, so and so pushed so and so. I don't know them, but fucking whack. <laughs> it was a fucking. Throwing jail a couple times for a street fight, but yeah, fucking Maria. Thank God Maria got pregnant. That's her life. 
Oh, for real. I could have used that. <laughs> I could have used a pregnancy like Long early like, in life because my life went from that, from high school, of just jacking fucking people's weed crops and fucking getting shot at with rock salt guns and fucking <clears throat> no, slanging was, weed, selling weed in high school. And it's, it's all hearsay. Yeah, for everyone. Always, it was just, they did my. <laughs> Eh, and then I luckily then I figured out I was like I need to get the fuck out of Santa Cruz. I always if I want to do out. this and then like I always I'm hang out be a with, world the, champion. with I always hang out with the drug dealers, but I never sell. Yeah, I used to like yeah, that was, that was it was first, cool. You my go, first job was selling weed. I was go, like I was the oldest one, so I was like I had to buy alcohol first at sixteen. And then it was like I was selling. I was alcohol. Yeah, I, was I never like, sell. I was so scared of my dad to find weed. So I used to hide my weed outside the house in a planter. Like I would have like three four ounces. I would fucking dig a little hole in, in the neighbor's planter because my mom was like FBA and she would fucking... <laughs> my mom was the fucking she will, DA. She would fucking dig a hole in, in a planter just thinking I would do it because yeah. she's my mom, of course. So I would go in the neighborhood planter, I would make a hole, get my sick plugs, <laughs> put tape around, and I would pick up my weed, you know. I would smoke an ounce a week because you share with the homies and shit. <laughs> Bro. I can tell you, it was a fucked up story. I was a freshman in high school, and I was like, I was growing weed on my rooftop, on my on my parents' rooftop, and like the trees would go up, come around the roof, and they like, they were on the roof a bit. So I went up on my roof, and I found out that I could cut the tree back on the rooftop, and like create like this little like covey, like little planter box covey, like where like I could like I could top the plants so they wouldn't grow too high. And I could grow like a nice like little like, you know get the roof heat and everything, right. get a nice little few few plants. I had three up there. And they were like my babies, like you fucking like your children up there at that age. And I was watching them every day for the summer. And then they fucking at the end of the summer, the colas are starting to just peek above the tree. <laughs> and I came home from school and my fucking mom saw the colas, I guess, and fucking freaked out, called my dad, had my dad come off work, come home. And he ripped my dad smoked weed, by the way. He was like, my dad had fucking bottles stashed and weed stashed. And that was like the beginning of my de degenerate childhood. But, yeah. <laughs> and that's when I found weed in the first place. But he fucking, he, he had my dad said I was like the devil, thought it was the worst thing. And fucking had my dad rip these fucking plants out. Didn't even fucking cut them. Ripped them out the soil. So like the soil was all the nutrients and shit was getting the buds. Stuffed them in a bag. And put him in my fucking attic. I came home and I was like, I looked up and I oh, was, he fixed it. My, my heart dropped, dude. I was like, and oh, I fucking no. ran around the house. It was like, no one was home, and I was like, what the fuck? And I <laughs> ran around. I, I couldn't. Me and my friends were there. A couple of my friends were there, and dude. we ended up. I I started falling on my nose, and I was like, it's here. Where the fuck is it? I was like, couldn't just put it in the trash can. Truffle pig. And we found. I could went in the garage. I was like, what the fuck? And I'd never really been in my attic. And I snuck him in the attic, and he—you could sure enough—they're in this bag in the attic, and he's like, "There's like, they're all fucking stuffed in there with dirt and fuck." He just ripped them right out of the soil pots, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You could at least cut them, Dad. You fucking smoke weed, save yeah. that shit." <laughs> anyway, yeah. I pulled—I pulled him out. I didn't know what to do. I was—I had a broken leg at the time. I had a broken foot from skateboarding, and we ended up like—I hustled my, myself up in the attic with a broken ass leg. In the in the cast and got the fucking weed plants down with my buddies and they wheelchaired me with bags of weed 
down the fucking like across town to my buddy's house and we ended, we ended up going to his parents attic where like it was like more hidden and we tried to dry the weed in his fucking attic dude my it, was, it was it had like you try to smoke it there'd be like fertilizer in the weed <laughs> then we then we oven cooked some of it it was bad my Man. first experience with weed was fucking gnarly i was probably i was i, 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 I was I, I wasn't older than 13 for sure i was probably 12 and we were skating and my homie was kicked out of the school we were and his dad put him in a fucked up school in the other side of town that it was it was a fucking shit school so he becomes friends with people from that school some of those guys live near us and we were skating and then we're walking back to the house and then this guy was like hey guys wanna smoke and I went like I smoked cigarettes back and so like I take a fucking Marlboro She's like, no, no, you want to smoke weed? And I was like, I really feel uh, the same feeling of right now somebody asked me if I want to do cocaine. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't want to be the bitch. So everybody was taking ribs of a joint. And I was like, hey, what seems like we're getting high today? I, I took like five puffs of that thing. I was fully fucked up. Your shit the first time that was my ever. first time ever. Then we went to this guy's house and we were laying down on his fucking, on his bed. And like the guy left and then told me like, hey stay here chill because i was fucked up so he went to do some coffee because we thought coffee would help he yeah. went to do some coffee and i was laying down on bed just fucking my whole world was spinning and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god but it was actually pretty it was a cool yeah, experience i wasn't fucked up i wasn't paranoid it, but i was just i had no control over my body yeah. i was just like on laying on bed these guys were like fuck we need to take Chito back to home I, Did you get paranoid with your parents? No. I remember, I used to get so paranoid when I get, first I was, time I got drunk and stoned or on mushrooms, I'd be like, I was actually, parents, I'm going to be like, the, like I was fuck, actually chilling. Something's going to happen. I, I was feeling good. I was just super fucked up. So it was a good, it was a great first experience. Yeah. And then I went home. I walked home. Everybody thought I was okay. And the whole entire day, I pretty much was high because it was my first time ever. I was a, I was a burning. My lungs were burning. So, and then I went to a prom that night. I was taking a shower and looking myself in the mirror and I was like, I'm fucked. So I started drinking beer, thinking that's gonna help. I showed up to that prom pretty fucked up. I was fucking 13 years old going to fucking proms. Drunk. Drunk Stunt. and high. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. I get it, I get it out of the way early, so that's why I work the way I work now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning at a late age. We Try. were about to get into some fights at some point, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Let's, we got, let's we got that's that quite happened. a digression. Oh. Left. All right, Cheeto, you got you got three picks. Three picks for Cheeto. You got three biggest winners. I especially, mean, especially your number one. Your number one and then your, your Okay, three I, I'm going to go nice and easy. My number one will be John Jones becoming a heavyweight champion. I think that's going to be crazy. I'm going to say I, I think as an MMA fan and a nerd of the sport, there's chances Cyril Gunn can beat his ass too just because he's dynamic he's quick he's not a fucking bomb right he's not, he's not a typical big sloppy heavyweight with two left foot this guy can actually move he's I'm fucking a, athletic yeah as i'm well, just yeah. really Dangerous rooting for john jones period i want john jones to win the common event i want to root for alexa grasso because you know south america mexico but fuck, no one have no one have no one have ever given me a reason to go against valentina she's just too good too smooth 
and he's fucking good everywhere. I mean, so the I'm bookies go, have Valentina. I'm gonna go with Valentina for sure. Yeah, shit, that bookies ever minus six hundred. Bonus pick. On uh, my third bonus pick, I'm gonna go, of course, with Jalen Turner, guy that trains with us at the, at the Ruka gym. Cool guy. Plus one seventy five. It's a fucking easy. I think I like that bet a lot too. Yeah, and people don't know. We know this. He's a fucking athlete. He can fucking fight. He's very dynamic. This is his. I don't like, like he's hard for me to spar with. Fuck, dude, I don't want to. Like it's. This is I can only biggest, imagine a hundred and fifty-five pounder trying to stand in front of that yeah, guy. Yeah, this is his biggest test as today. Yeah. Because this guy, this guy is proven that he's good. He's fought the guys in the top, but I'm gonna go with the homie Jalen. Yeah. I think he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna let people know who he is in this fight, and he's gonna start from here a really good path. I think so too. So let's wrap those up. Your picks are. I. So. Valentina Shevchenko. John Jones and Jalen Turner and Jalen Turner, aka the Tarantula. Tarantula. Nice. I think that's pretty safe. That's pretty solid. I like I like Jalen Turner. I'm gonna take him as one of my one of my picks this weekend. Jalen plus one seventy five too. It's huge. I think that's a so money to easy be made pick. on Jalen Turner right now. I don't want to touch John Jones. It's surreal. It's fucking just dangerous. I don't know. John's been out for so long. It's surreal. Is you know how does John deal with that that size of a man and all the time off and he's, that, big, he's yeah. different man he's different than anything John Jones faced and John Jones had trouble with fucking with a lot of guys in recent time at light heavyweight and this guy is more athletic more powerful I think he's better than anybody that he's fought at recently at light heavyweight so that's fucked no. I mean, this is probably one of the touch. closest uh, on the, in the books I mean Rock Mono? minus one five five favorite yeah. which is not a huge no uh, I mean I like I like Rock Monoff. Rock Monoff is I think he's a solid bet. I mean, he minus almost 500, but he's fucking, he's great. You could, you could, uh, him, obviously, Bo Nickel, I think, is a shoe-in. is too much to touch. He's too much of a favorite. I like Derek Brunson a lot. I mean, don't quote me on this, but plus 190, this kid, I've trained with both of them, and he's good. I mean, Drakus is good, he, but he's awkward, and, and I think with the wrestling of Derek Brunson, I think he can do it if he's got still got a good headspace. He bounces back, he bounces back well from from, uh, from his losses too. So, and Ian, I mean, he's a, he's a massive favorite too. Did, did Brunson lose to Cannonier? Cannonier, I like, yeah, I like, yeah, right. Yeah, Cannonier is a fucking beast. Yeah, come on, let's be For real sure. here. Um, the Killer Gorilla, I like the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> he's a weird dude. Weird dude that just like he's into he's the fucking, crystals. He's into the crystals. He's fucking very sane. I like it. He's a fucking he. He's a, he got the mind. You're I'm right. Back off that. I like I like Brunson. I like uh, Jalen, and I'm gonna take Rachmanov. Nice. Even dabble a small parlay on that wouldn't be bad. Well, anyway, that's me. That's mine. We and got we got some, we got some conditioning training in 15 minutes, so I think we're about to start wrapping up because training first. Paramount. Hey, 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 podcast first. I thought we agreed. It's <laughs> 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 the most important thing we could possibly do. Yeah, we, we go both ways. Uh, thanks, everyone. Nice to uh, get some video on the books. Give everyone a bit more entertainment. Hope this was enlightening. Hope Much that kiss love. was nice. Yeah. Can't wait to fight. Much love to the people that love me. And stay good, stay healthy, be good.